Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to another InvestorIdeas.com podcast, looking at cannabis news, stocks to watch, as well as insights from thought leaders and experts. In today's podcast, we look at announcements from Balance Growworks Corporation, trading on the TSX Venture as VGW and the OTCQX as VGWCF, Sundial Growers Incorporated, trading on the NASDAQ as SNDL, Geyser Brands Incorporated, formerly known as Kansan Capital Corporation, which is trading on the TSX Venture as GYSR. Aurora Cannabis Incorporated, trading on the New York Stock Exchange and TSX as ACB, and One World Pharma Incorporated, trading on the OTC as OWPC. But first, before we get into that, Canvas Trademark, creator of the innovative solutions designed to elevate the user experience for legal cannabis and CBD consumers, recently announced its child-resistant disposable vaporizer is the first all-in-one hardware solution to pass stringent child-resistant testing, delivering the market's first certified child-resistant complete vape device. So dedicated to consumer vape safety, Canvas engineered the first-of-its-kind child-resistant vape pen utilizing an ingenious push-and-turn technology that disengages the battery to prohibit device operation. So this patent-pended complete child-resistant solution was tested by an accredited laboratory to meet the Consumer Product Safety Commission's or the CPSC standards for child-resistant packaging, as stated in the Code of Federal Regulations, Title 16, Section 1700.20. Additional benefits of Canvas fail-safe design include prolonged battery life, auto-firing restriction, and protection from the very first hit. We're proud to be the first in our industry to introduce an end-to-end vape solution with certified child-resistant functionality, said Andy Fatholi, Canvas CEO. Unlike devices from other hardware manufacturers, the Canvas child-resistant disposable vaporizer is the first and only complete device that offers peace of mind out of the box. We have a tremendous engineering department that worked tirelessly to make our goal of child safety in vape category a reality. Uh, So again, as we're moving into... There's been a lot of the concerns with the vape industry strictly coming from the tobacco side of the industry so far. Um, but again, the concerns are sort of driving a change in the vape industry, especially towards child safety, um, especially even with the cannabis 2.0 coming out in Canada, which still we're not seeing products really on market yet. But even with that coming out, lots of different provinces focusing on 
ensuring that cannabis doesn't get into the hands of children. And that's going from most countries everywhere in the world. It's a pretty unanimous policy that everyone is quite concerned about. And so these types of products or this type of innovation, we're probably going to see more and more of. Um, again, this is the first uh, specifically certified child resistance solution for uh, disposable vapes. And again, we'll probably see more types of products like this come out, uh, especially in the Canadian market over the next couple of months as we see products get unloaded. Next, looking at Valens Growworks, who recently announced a multi-year white label agreement with BRNT Limited, a leading premium cannabis and silvery company to launch a line of unique cannabis vape pens in Canada. So as we're still talking about the vape industry there and under the terms of the agreement, uh, Valens will provide high quality cannabis extracts, filling services and national distribution of a line of custom formulated BRNT branded vape pens. Um, so BRNT is known for its rapid national growth, brand quality, industry experience and commitment to product excellence. And BRNT currently participates in the ancillary product sector, providing premium high quality cannabis accessories that are currently available in over 170 stores across Canada with international expansion underway, including the newest line made by, which is a single line source cannabis extract vaporizer with uniquely designed hardware. As Valens begins official production of next generation products for Cannabis 2.0, we're excited to be collaborating with BRNT to bring the market a line of differentiated high quality concentrate vape products for Canadian consumers, said Tyler Robson, CEO of Valens Growworks. Burnt has shown impressive sales growth and market understanding through its ancillary offerings and pairing their retail and product knowledge with Valens processing and product development capabilities. We believe this provides a solid foundation to provide a product with strong consumer appeal. Uh, so again, Valens also focusing on the vape market, obviously, and through this partnership with an ancillary company, Burnt in this case, uh, they'll be able to get their products out there with a specific sort of brand and design focused around them. Uh, again, we're probably going to see a lot of partnerships like this if there aren't, if you haven't seen them already in the industry, which a few uh, agreements have already come out, not specifically with Valens, but with other extractors and producers uh, with ancillary businesses to create their own line of either vape pens or vape products. And uh, that's still going to stay pretty heavy and strong for the next while. The vape industry definitely hasn't disappeared. Again, it's mainly the tobacco industry that's been affected by this so-called vape crisis. And for the cannabis industry, especially in the Canadian markets, where it's much more highly regulated than in U.S. states, uh, we can probably expect to, to continue to go along as it still is uh, a highly successful and preferred method for many consumers on the market. Next, looking at Sundial Growers, who has successfully entered the Prince Edward Island market highlighting its intent to be in all Canadian provinces by the end of 2019. So Sundial's products are now available in seven provinces. And the company also recently announced that it will release its third quarter financial results on November 13th after the NASDAQ market closing. PEI has proven to be a keen cannabis culture, and we're looking forward to meeting the province's strong consumer demand for high-quality cannabis products, said Andrew Stroder, president of Sundial's Canadian operations. Islanders are sophisticated consumers who want a wide range of products to choose from. We're excited to add PEI's product offerings so that the consumers can have the cannabis premium experiences they deserved. Uh, so Sundial, another Canadian producer uh, looking to extend its provincial reach. Again, there's still very few companies uh, in the Canadian market right now as far as producers go that actually have their product in all provinces of Canada right now, which is again, a really strong testament of how things are going to be rolling out for the cannabis 2.0 we're still over a year into legalization for just the dried flower aspects and again still most companies are only in a relatively small section of the retail market 
um, especially when you're considering actual retail outlets and stores. Um, so again, most of that's still just based in Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan. But even for Prince Edward Island and for Ontario and for uh, BC and for other provinces as well, it's not only just getting your product approved to be able to be sold in those provinces, but then also finding uh, the proper retail outlets to sell them. Next, looking at Geyser Brands, who announced it signed a definitive joint agreement with Factory Brewing Limited, uh, also known as Craft Collective, to jointly develop, manufacture, market, and sell non-alcoholic cannabis-infused beverage brands in the Canadian market in two phases. Um, so you can look at that in more detail. But really, there's still companies focusing on the beverage industry in Canada, still trying to set up those deals and set up that product uh, pipeline. So that way, those products can be coming out probably by, I want to say, spring to summer of next year. That's what seems most likely for a lot of these products. Um, and still what we're seeing, and we can base this off the U.S. sort of mature markets, is that the beverages industry still takes up a very small section of the market. Um, there's a lot of anticipation with the Cannabis 2.0 rollout, and there still is that expectation, as Geyser Brands is showing, they're still focusing on that industry. We're still seeing a lot of deals go through focused on the beverage sector specifically. Uh, but as far as what the actual consumer demand for that is, we still haven't actually seen the boom uh, that people in the industry are sort of pushing and expecting. And we still also haven't seen the sort of preferred style of that beverage. So as much as there's companies focusing on creating a non-alcoholic CBD or THC infused beverage, um, there hasn't been really consistency as far as the flavor profiles, as far as the styling of even the can or bottle that it comes in. Uh, there's companies focusing on non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic wines, non-alcoholic variations uh, or sort of similes of alcoholic beverages there's also companies focused on juice and water products uh, companies focused on coffees and teas so we have yet to see which type of products are actually going to be selling hard in the market and also where the consumer demand is going to come from and then as well for the canadian market we have yet to see where which type or style of containers these products are going to be coming in and which form of sort of advertising or lack thereof of advertising we're going to see these products in their final form and continuing along that thought of Cannabis 2.0, Aurora Cannabis uh, recently announced the launch of Ready for Edibles, which is a national bilingual campaign dedicated to educating new and experienced cannabis consumers on responsible consumption and safe storage of edibles products before they become available for sale in December. Again, probably going to be on the late style of December, uh, if not into early January. So the campaign creative will depict blurred images of cookies, gummies, and other edibles, products stamped with the wording adults only, stating that edibles are coming out and they are not for kids. Ask a bun tender or learn more at readyforedibles.com. Uh, so we've seen similar types of campaigns come out from other companies. Aurora has been at the front of this for lots of different elements of the cannabis industry before. Um, they've focused heavily on anti-kid campaigns basically for these a lot of the time of making sure that child safety is paramount as i mentioned at the start of the podcast there's a lot of precedent and focus on child safety when it comes to the cannabis industry and we'll probably see a few more of the larger companies come out with their own type of education campaign based around the edibles and consumables that will be coming to the market um, again we are going to see a huge push for the child proof safety of all of those containers, which again will affect which the styling and advertising of any of those products coming out. Um, although realistically, I do think that it's a little bit of an overkill at this point, as 
it really just comes down to this is as dangerous as any other household product at this point people have bleach and alcohol and other things in their house it's not all locked up in safe safety cupboards with childproof containers but for some reason cannabis is apparently much more dangerous in the eyes of many uh, lastly looking at one world pharma who announced the upcoming launch of the cannabis industry's first cannabis futures program at their growing operations in Colombia. So OWP's program is designed to support and fuel projected global cannabis industry growth by allowing manufacturers to fix their price in advance for cannabis and hemp derived ingredients produced by OWP at space specifically allocated to each specific manufacturer at OWP's cultivation facilities in Colombia. So this commoditized approach to sourcing hemp and cannabis ingredients anticipates and recognizes the natural maturity of the legal cannabis market and offers manufacturers a consumer packaged goods an easy way to enter the cannabis products market with consistent supply of ingredients and predictable pricing. At its core, One World Pharma isn't a cannabis company, we're an ingredients company, said Chief Executive Officer Craig Ellens. Cannabis is now a commodity just like coffee or sore beans. We're not interested in competing with the big players getting into branded cannabis products. Instead, we want to supply and enable them. Our Cannabis Futures program will provide major beverages companies, food companies, cosmetic companies, and other enterprises looking to combine cannabis-based ingredients with their product offering with a streamlined path to enter the cannabis market. Uh, so, so far, this is the only company I've heard taking this specific approach. Uh, we're probably going to see more and more companies jump online with this, especially for low-cost production areas like Latin America. Uh, Israel is starting to produce their own producers now as well. Um, so a lot of those different areas and as well, India actually just uh, had a cultivation company that's going to be starting up there. So in those low cost production areas, we might start seeing this trade more like a commodity and we start seeing this commodities pricing. Um, that could be a big enticement for a lot of those companies, as mentioned in his little comment there, uh, for the beverage makers, food companies, cosmetic companies who want to enter into this space to have a much easier and streamlined avenue to do so. Uh, a lot of them right now are partnering with small companies, small providers, as well as cannabis brand companies. Uh, and that could change quite systematically over the next coming years. Uh, this sort of anticipation of the maturity of the market is definitely an interesting move. And again, the only ones I've heard directly doing this so far. But I'm sure a lot of other companies will start taking this approach of looking at this more of a commodity priced market. Which, and a cannabis futures program as it were which could change the game quite dramatically and we could also see a big change in the type of brands and type of companies that enter into this space and also the methods of entering into the cannabis market we've seen so far could change dramatically so that's all for today's podcast enjoy the rest of your halloween that's all for today's podcast podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through cognate incorporated cm certification InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website, and this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 